Praise the Lord. Another wonderful opportunity that God has given us for our daily inspiration. As we continue covering our topic this week, giving a giving God. We don't give God because he is poor, he is needy, he is impoverished. We give God because we love him. Giving is an act of faith. And we give God to show that our dependence in life is on God. It is not on the work that we do. It is not in our ability. It is not on our education or our skills. It is God who gives us the power to make wealth. And so we give God in recognition that everything we have and everything we shall ever have is a gift from God. Not because God is needy. Not because God is poor. We give God as a sign of faith. It takes faith to give God. We don't give God because we have plenty. We give God because we have faith in him. Oh yes, that is uh, the lessons that we have been covering even as we have been going through this lesson on giving. And we have realized that we cannot outgive God. That is why we are saying you give a giving God. If you give 10 shillings, God can be able to give 10 million because he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we can imagine or even think about. God is a giving God who can never be outdone when it comes to the issues of giving. Yesterday we saw that you must interpret other people's dream for God to interpret your own dream. And maybe you have been waiting on God in a certain area, but all what is happening are people who need your help who are coming your way. There is something that God is doing. He wants you to exercise faith in him. Interpret the dreams of others. Interpret Potiphar's dream. Interpret, interpret the, the jailer's dream. Interpret Fallout's dream. Interpret even the, the, the baker eh? and the cupbearer's dream. Eventually, God Almighty will interpret your dream. You must interpret the dreams of others. Then eventually, God will interpret your own dream. And today, I want us to see how we can give even when we have little. What do we do when our needs outmatch the resources that we have? We have so many needs, but the resources are so few. It's too little. What do we do? What do we ought to do? When there are so many requests, your budget is not even, the, the, the resources you have are not even able to cover your budget. What do you do? That's a question we are asking ourselves. What do you do when needs outmatch out resources? What should we be able to do? And I know this happens because every time you receive money, you have your budget and you plan, this is what I'm going to do. This is for food. Now I'm so sure your budget for food has gone up because of the way things are. Hey, this one I will give to God. This is my tithe. This one I will do. This one I will do. And which is a point you look at your money, you look at the resources that you have and you wonder, you, you look at the resources vis-a-vis -vis the budget that you have and you wonder, God, what am I going to do? I remember one of the principles that God taught me when I got my first job. <laughs> Never budget on your pocket. Budget on my pocket. That is something that God taught me. God reminded me that man was never created to live independent, but to live independent on God. Man does not live on bread alone, but we live by the word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. It is God who sustains us. It is not what we have or what we don't have. And I'm reminded about Jesus feeding the 5,000. The scripture says, Jesus had compassion on the multitude and he asked his disciples to feed them. And the disciples came with excuses. They looked at what they had vis-a-vis what they were supposed to do. It, was, it, it could not match. 
it could not match. And they wondered, God, what do you want us to do? Even in the book of John chapter 6 from verse 7, this is Philip's answer. Philip answered him, it would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. <laughs> not to, to be full, to have a bite. That is Paul, that, that is Philip's calculation. He's looking at the need and he's matching the resources he has and he's wondering how possible is it. Another of his disciples, Andrew, that is Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go amongst so many? Oh, yes. That is a question we're always asking. How far will the resources I have go? among so many but jesus taught them a timeless lesson that we must be willing to release the literal that we have if god is to multiply it it must reach a point where you say these five fish these small loaves of bread and two small fish cannot satisfy me blessed is he who gives what he cannot keep so that he can receive what he can keep that is jim uh, that, that, that is somebody called Jim Elliot who said that. And so the key thing here is being able to give the ritual that you have to God, who alone can sustain you, who alone can keep you going, even during difficult moments. And I know I'm speaking to people when the going is a bit tough and things are a bit love and you're wondering, how am I going to survive in all this? God is telling you to trust him. Salenda, the literal that you have to him and see what he will do. The boy must have been willing to let go and to surrender the literal that he had so that God could use it to feed the people. Let me tell you, there are so many needs out there that God can satisfy if only you are obedient to give the literal that you have. The boy must have been willing to share his lunch. It was one person's meal, a literal boy's lunch. Let me tell you that when he surrendered that lunch to God, he was able to use it to feed over 5,000. What is God telling you to surrender for his use? It is small. It is insignificant to you. But he can use it to address the needs of so many people. We must be obedient to that voice that is telling us to give even when we, ask, when we have scarcity. Even when our needs outmatch what we have, we must be willing to obey that voice that is telling us, release, release, and see what I will do. I had an incident this week where I was meeting someone and I felt something telling me, you need to give this person some money. But to me, that money, you know, it, it appeared a lot. And so I, I, I had the temptation to reduce. But eventually when the moment came, I decided, let me just obey that voice that is telling me, release whatever you have. And I let go and I told God, God, it's okay. I am trusting you. And I know you will come through for me. And I'm telling you, the following day, something that would have costed me a lot of money, God intervened and showed himself strong on my behalf. He provided. What am I saying, my brother? That small voice that is telling you, give. And remember, giving must come from a willing heart. I am not talking about manipulation where somebody manipulates you to give. If you are giving something that you strongly feel, you have not been moved by your heart to give. There is no blessing that is attached to that. You must be willing to give, but give from a willing heart. It is something that God has impressed you to give. The moment you release the five loaves and the two small fishes, the God of the multiplication will do the rest of the job. Let us pray together. We are grateful, gracious Father, for speaking to us and encouraging us through your word. And reminding us that we must be willing to surrender the literal that we have for your use. 
if you're going to feed the multitude. I know I'm speaking to men and women who have so many needs when they compare the, the resources they have vis-a-vis the needs that they have and the, the, the dreams that they have. God, they can ask like Andrew, what is this amongst so many? I pray that in the name of the Lord Jesus, you will grant us a heart that is willing to obey you. When you bring incidences and situations in our lives where you prompt us to give, God help us to obey you. Help us not to be moved by manipulation, but by the Spirit of God speaking to us, telling us to release at the light moment because you're the God of our supply. Thank you for speaking to us and encouraging us through your word. Be with us and watch over us in all that we shall do and grant us grace and grant us prosperity. For this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for joining me for this particular inspiration. I take it not for granted. Thank you so much for being there. And I pray that God will teach you to let go so that you can see his hand in your small. Have a beautiful day and thank you so much.